hear us through your AirPods or see us on your laptop, how about meeting us in real life? Because we're taking Queer Money on the road this summer and fall. Visit QueerMoneyPodcast.com forward slash tour or the link in your podcast player to find out when we'll be in your neighborhood. You're listening to Queer Money episode number 199. Today we're taking another question from you, our listeners. We're talking about what to do and what to know when you and your partner have different credit scores. The answers could save you tens of thousands of dollars of your lifetime. So we make the Queer Money Podcast for you. Please email your money questions to questions at deffreeguys.com or post them in the Queer Money Facebook group and we may answer your question in an upcoming episode. There's personal finance for the masses. This is not personal finance for the masses. This is Queer Money. And now a quick word from our sponsor. Capital One's checking and savings accounts have no fees and no minimums. And with one of the best saving rates in America, you can rest easy watching your money grow with no fees to bring you down. You can open an account in about five minutes, which means you are only about five minutes away from getting your savings to grow with one of the nation's best rates. The foundation for living fabulously, not fabulously broke is a good credit score. A good credit score can save you tens of thousands of dollars over your lifetime. A bad credit score can cost you tens of thousands of dollars and cause you to miss out on other great opportunities. Sign up for the free Improve or Build Your Credit Score powered by Experian Boost and watch your credit score improve by 5 to 50 points in 15 minutes. Go to debtfreeguys.com forward slash boost. Now, on with the show. Hey there, and welcome back to another episode of Queer Money. So, someone other than us started a discussion in the Queer Money Facebook group. <laughs> and uh, what they were talking about, or the question that kind of started this discussion is, what do I do or what should I know when my partner and I, unmarried, have different credit scores? Well, first of all, whether you're married or not, it's possible to have different credit scores, right? <laughs> the comment drives home, though, this reality that many in the group and in our community are concerned about. What should I do if my partner and I or my spouse and I are at different places financially? It's not uncommon in our community to see one person who earns significantly more than the other in a relationship. The other thing you can have is that someone who maybe earns less has their shit together when it comes to their money, right? They have, uh, they've been keeping track of their spending and making sure they're spending less than they're making. They have good money habits. They may have less or no debt. Uh, they may own a home and have investments. And their financial state is much better than their partner or their spouse who hasn't been taking care of their finances. So why do different credit scores matter? <laughs> Uh, so there are a number of reasons why you want to, uh, why differing credit scores can have an adverse effect on your relationship. One, for example, is that uh, if you want to go ahead and move in together for the first time and you're applying for apartments, um, the one with the lower credit score could disqualify you from both being able to move into the apartment. So you can't move into the apartment that you'd like to. Um, likewise, not too differently, if you have a home of your dreams that you want to buy, the one with the lower credit score could preclude you from getting the loan that you need to buy the home of your dreams. Another example is we have a lot of people who listen to this podcast who uh, like to travel hack. Uh, and so if you're trying to both apply for the same credit rewards credit card, one of you might not qualify. And so you might not be able to acquire points for the same airlines, make it harder for you to travel to where you want to go and kind of force you to stay at home on the couch, unfortunately. <laughs> then another example is uh, you know, for a day-to-day -day basis is one of you might not be able to qualify for um, an advantageous cell phone contract. So that could cost you more month to month. And then um, finally, auto insurance premiums. Credit scores are often factored in with 
auto insurance premiums. So it could cost you both if you're sharing a car or trying to get on the same insurance policy. So there are a number of ways that different credit score could adversely affect your financial situation. So to the extent that you can both can become fall into the excellent or good category, the better. Yeah. So what should you do? What should you do if you are at this point where you have differing credit scores? Well, I want to share a little bit about our story. So back when we were first starting to pay off our credit card debt, John had twice as much credit card debt as I did. And uh, so we talked about it and we knew that unless we acted as a team and worked on this as a team, one of us or both of us may not pay off our credit card debt. And then when it came to starting Debt-Free Guys and working on that as a business, John was the first one to quit his job. So when he quit his job, we basically had an over $60,000 amount of income cut out of our, our family. And I was making significantly more than John then because he was bringing in money through Debt-Free Guys. But at the very beginning, that was very low. So at that time, it could have been a difficult situation for us. But again, we decided that we needed to act as a team. Growing our business was what was most important to us. And we knew we had to do that together. And so my income was just supporting our dream of building a business together. So one of the most important things for you to do as a couple, whether you're married or not, and you have different credit scores, is to start off this whole idea that you want to work on this together as a team. Now, for the purposes of the rest of the discussion, we're going to try to stay on topic here of this idea of what to do when you have different credit scores. So I think it's important to share that uh, you and I never had problems with our credit score. We fortunately, for whatever the reason may be, we've always had excellent credit scores. Uh, so we, and we never had the deferring credit score equation. But to David's point, what we were able to do in our financial journey together was even though I had more debt than us, or we took a huge pay cut when we started to grow our business, we knew that in order to improve our, our situation, we would have to work together as a team. So if you're in a relationship where one of you has a, a worse credit score than the other, you follow these tips that we're outlining here, but know that working together as a team is going to help you more easily achieve improving both of your credit scores than if you're working against each other. Right. So as we've gotten into the habit too recently, um, we've done a Queer Money Facebook poll. So we wanted to get a sense of where people in the Facebook group stand with their credit score and how they're partnering with their partner in their financial journey. The question was, do you and your partner know each other's credit scores? A, no, we've never talked about it. B, yes, they're in similar ranges, both good, both fair, both excellent, et cetera. Or C, yes, they're in different ranges. And uh, it's important to know that this is one of our highest responded to polls, so that was pretty cool. Um, 98% said that they and their partner know each other's credit score, which is awesome. And this episode might not apply to you. <laughs> 2% said they don't know each other's credit score which you know, is such a small amount. I'm pretty happy to see that. Right. 67% said their credit scores are in the same range, which could be excellent, good, fair, or poor. 19% said they're in widely different ranges. And then 12% said they're in different but close ranges. So 30% in the Criminal Facebook group will probably want to listen to every single, single thing we say in this episode. <laughs> right, because they obviously have differing credit scores, whether it's close or significantly different. What I did find was very interesting were some of the comments that were on this poll. One, uh, this first one here, I think really kind of drives home what can happen if you are 
in different places financially and you're not willing to talk to each other about it. So Christina said that I broke up with my partner in part because after eight months together, she was still too ashamed to share her credit score. So we can oftentimes carry a lot of shame or guilt around our financial situation, but when a partner reaches out to us and wants to support us or help us, we need to be willing to do that, to open up and start to converse with each other about how we can work together as a team. Jeremiah said that despite being married, he and his partner have always kept their finances separate. That being said, we both openly talk about and share our financial information. He tends to have better credit since I consolidated all my debt on my end, but we both have good credit. So the interesting thing here is you may not need to necessarily share your finances at this point in time to be able to still have these conversations. That's the nice thing about what Jeremiah is bringing up here is that they have these conversations about their financial situation. Joe said that he's single, but he's rebuilding his finances, which is a great thing to do, right? If you're on your own, you definitely want to still have those money conversations with yourself about how you can improve. And then we had two comments that kind of brought along this idea that they hadn't necessarily commingled their money, but they had credit scores that were nearly identical. And that was partly because they had been together for such a significant amount of time, I think one person said it was 20 years. So because of that, their financial habits had grown similar, which helped their credit scores grow similar. How does your bank support the LGBT community? Not at all? For Pride in June? Or 365 days a year? Capital One proudly supports the LGBT community throughout the year. Maybe it's time to support a bank that supports us. Go to debtfreeguys.com forward slash cafe for more info. So if you have deferring credit scores, here are the five tips that we're going to share to try to get your credit scores aligned with each other, hopefully bringing you both up to the excellent category. Number one, start a dialogue of trust, Um, exactly as Jeremiah alluded to and as Christine, unfortunately, wasn't able to experience, being able to talk about each other's financial situation as individuals and where you want to go together financially as a couple is so important. I mean, one of the leading causes of divorce and separation is based on money. So being able to have those money conversations and get that discussion started sooner rather than later is great. Share with each other what your hopes and dreams are. And we always say that you don't necessarily need to have the same hopes and dreams, but at least be able to support each other in your individual hopes and dreams. Ideally, if possible, try to set up at least one mutual money goal, uh, one hope and dream that you can achieve together. Whether it's buying a car of your dreams, going on a vacation of your dreams, buying a home together. Whatever the case may be, whatever's appropriate for you and your relationship, having at least one goal will increase, uh, increase the, uh, the feeling that this is a journey, a quest that you're both on together. Even though you might have some separate goals, having at least one goal that you're working towards together makes it feel like more of a partnership. And then in those discussions, whether you want to have those discussions you know, monthly or quarterly, but of course you definitely want to schedule those, talk about what it's going to take each month or each quarter for you to make just slight improvements in your financial situation. So paying all of your bills in full and on time, such as cleaning up erroneous or adverse marks on your credit score. Those little steps over time will add up to make monumental changes for yourself. Yeah, and as speaking about uh, making changes or improvements to your credit report, that's our second point here, is to order your credit reports at least annually, if not three times a year. You see, 
each of the providers, Experian, Equifax, and TransUnion, will give you a free credit report once a year. So if you order them every four months from each one of them, you will basically be getting a somewhat good idea about what's going on with your credit file every four months. So either annually or every four months, get your credit report. And then what you want to do with that as a couple is to start to review those reports together. Then you can reflect on what one of you has done right, maybe what one of you has done wrong, things that you both may need to fix or errors that may be on your reports. I think it's uh, approximately 5% of all credit reports have errors on them. So ordering this and doing this on a regular basis will allow you both to help improve your credit scores. Number three, if all of this sounds too complicated, don't worry about it. We've outlined this all for you in a simple to follow format. As you heard in the intro to this episode, go to debtfreeguys.com and click on the shop page and download and get access to the improve and build your credit score. This is a course that we put together with seven primary steps that we walk you through step by step. We fully explain everything for you just to either build a credit score or improve a credit score. Um, and in that process, we'll have you sign up for Experian Boost as well as Credit Sesame. That'll help you set up systems to get regular notifications if things could be helping or hurting your credit score so you can respond appropriately. And then as you're both working on the build and improve your credit score course together, be sure to not put too much pressure on each other. There are steps that you can take to quickly improve your credit score, but a lot of what we're talking about here does take time to bake in before you actually see some significant improvement. So be kind and, and easy on each other. Our fourth step here is to get on a plan to both pay your bills on time. Now, if you need some assistance on figuring out how to do that, make sure you listen, if you haven't already, to last week's episode, episode 198 where we basically talk about the tool and the process that we use to make sure that we pay our bills on time. It's also something that we talk about in that Improve or Build Your Credit Score course that John just mentioned. It allows you to get on this plan of making sure you're not missing or late on any of your bills or your payments. You see, being late or missing a payment is one of the biggest things that can have an impact on your credit score. So it's likely if you have a lower credit score or your partner has a lower credit score, it's having missed or a late payment that's caused that or multiples of those. The second thing here is this helps you to start talking about paying your bills together. You see, as individuals, you can pay your bills separately, but if you're starting to do this together, as you become a family, once you move in together and you have common bills, you're going to have to pay those. You're going to have to be on a budget. So this is kind of training to get you ready for doing a family budget. And then number five, once you trust each other enough, you're at that point in your relationship, uh, which may take some time, open a joint credit card together or add the individual with the lower credit score to an existing credit card of the person with a higher credit score. Uh, now, you want to definitely make sure you're at, a, at the point in your relationship where you can trust each other because this could have adverse consequences, but adding the individual with a lower credit score to an account as an authorized signer will add credit history and payment history to their file and in time improve their credit score. So our credit scores are our financial report card. If one of you in a relationship has a lower credit score, you might hide or be ashamed of it, which causes anxiety and frustration. 
topics that we've been discussing a lot lately here on the Queer Money Podcast. Yet, if you don't work to improve your scores together as a couple, applying for and getting loans for a home, a car, or home improvements can cost you tens of thousands of dollars of your lifetime that could otherwise go to travel, buying the home of your dreams, or saving for retirement. In the short term, it could prevent you from qualifying for an apartment or getting a low interest rate credit card. Work as a couple to build a financially secure future. That has been so advantageous for David and me, and we can't recommend it enough to other couples. If you're at odds now and don't do anything about it, it could mean the end of your relationship, as we heard in the outset of this episode. As we shared on episode 98, couples who talk about money together have better relationships and better sex. And who doesn't want to have better sex? So you got to love that. So follow these recommendations. In time, your credit scores will both improve and eventually be in the same category, and this will be a non-issue for you and your relationship. Thank you for listening to another episode of Queer Money. Here's your Queer Money takeaway from this episode. At a minimum, the one with a lower credit score in a relationship needs to be on a plan to improve it. Our free Improve or Build Your Credit Score is a great place to start, so download that today. We make the Queer Money Podcast for you, so please email your money questions to questions at debtfreeguys.com or post them in the Queer Money Facebook group. And we may answer your question in an upcoming episode. Thank you and have a great week. To learn more about how our sponsor, Capital One, is reimagining their local spaces and experiences to have banking better fit your life, visit www.capitalone.com and follow them on social at Capital One Cafe. Remember, the foundation for living fabulously, not fabulously broke, is a good credit score. A good credit score can save you tens of thousands of dollars over your lifetime. Bad credit score can cost you tens of thousands of dollars and cause you to miss out on other great opportunities. Sign up for the free Improve or Build Your Credit Score powered by Experium Boost and watch your credit score improve between 5 and 50 points in 15 minutes. Go to debtfreeguys.com forward slash boost. From Los Angeles, California to Winooski, Vermont, we're taking queer money on the road. Join us as we gamify personal finance with Queer Money Bingo or catch our signature Live Fabulously, Not Fabulously Broke Talk and so much more in between. Check out queermoneypodcast.com forward slash tour or the link in your podcast player regularly for date and location updates.